Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey everybody, welcome to our YouTube channel. My name is Glenn Tompkins, Senior Instructor here. And you know, this is going to be another important video. You keep hearing words like stagflation, disinflation, recession, all of these things being thrown at you on a daily basis. Now, where are we? Where are we going? What should you do? Well, I've done a little digging and I wanted to present a case of what all of these things are, how they all work, and now you can make the call on what you think is going on. And actually, I want you to stay to the end because I'm going to show you what the VectorVest software shows in regards to answering this question in an intelligible manner. So if you're interested in finding out what I've done, you sit right there. Hey everybody, Glenn Tompkins, Senior Instructor from our YouTube channel. Glad to be here. Glad that you're taking some time out of your day to at least give this video a look. Uh, if you're brand new to the channel, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell icon so that you'll be alerted to when videos just like this happen. And you know, if you like the commentary, hit that like button. But this is another video where I want to know where you stand. So I want to know what you think we are in or where we're going. And remember, I'm not an economist. I'm not, I don't have any credentials in that space, but I can at least do some digging to find out how to better utilize what these words are and if they fit into what I think, all right? You guys can all make your own decisions. All right, so with that, I got a lot to cover, so let's get right into it. Now, here's a headline story that came out a couple of days ago, actually yesterday. Uh, the Federal Reserve's fight with inflation could cool the hot labor market Hmm. Risking stagflation, hot labor market. Now, when you think about hot labor market, you think about, man, the market's moving and rocking and rolling. Economy is still growing. I don't care what you think. The economy is still growing. Companies are still making money, which is growing their earnings, which is helping their bottom line, which helps to employ people. So there is still a hot job market. But let me back up a little bit. In that hot job market, there's a lot of people looking for jobs and there's a lot of jobs out there for people. But because of inflation, there's a hard time pulling these people in to fill these jobs if the money that they're making are not commensurate to the inflation rate, which is sitting at over 8% right now. It's a high number. Well, how did that, how do we get to there? Well, we put a lot of monetary money, a lot of monetary spending into our economy to help keep the economy growing, especially coming out of COVID, right? So there's a lot of stimulus. There's a lot of everything pushing the market, pushing into the market, putting a lot of money in the market, driving prices higher. Boom. 
inflation. So it's monetary policy that fueled the inflation that we're currently in. And the Fed kept saying that, oh, this is transitory. It's okay. Hmm. They came to the party way late. Everybody now knows it. I've been saying that when they were using the word transitory, it wasn't the right word to be using. Inflation is inflation is inflation, no matter what you think. And it's a product of trying to buoy the economy to keep the economy going when we had COVID. It was done for the right reasons, but I think we were putting too much money, government spending, into the market. Now, was it needed for people who had lost their jobs because of COVID? Absolutely. Was it a way to stem them over, tide them over during this whole process? Absolutely. But at some point, you got to know that the product of this was going to be rising prices, thus inflation. They should have came to the party a lot quicker. All right. So let's start off with Stagflation. What is stagflation? Stagflation is characterized by slow economic growth. We still are growing, but not as fast as we were because of now current monetary policy of increasing interest rates to pull money back out of the money and relatively high unemployment. Now, that's the issue. High unemployment. Is it unemployment because people can't find jobs or is it unemployment because people are not getting paid in according to what's going on in inflation? There's a lot of companies. You look around all over the place. People are looking to hire people to the point that even McDonald's says, listen, we're going to give you $15 an hour. Were you ever going to see that happening, that at a job like McDonald's, you were going to get paid $15 uh, $15 an hour and actually saying, you know something, we're going to give you a bonus for signing up as well. Man, it is what it is, but people are seeing that they have to raise wages to keep people, right? Because inflation is so high. Do you know that wages have gone up the most? over the over the few or the past couple of years and it has in quite some time well it's because of the rising inflation so stagflation relatively high unemployment we're going to look at that or economic stagnation i don't know if we're fully stagnating at this time all right which is the same time accompanied by rising prices which is inflation stagflation can be alternatively de- uh, defined as a period of inflation Combined with the decline of the gross domestic gross domestic product. Aha. So we've got inflation combined with the decline of the GDP. We've already got one quarter of that already. That means that the market is starting to shrink a little bit or that the economy is starting to shrink a little bit. Shrinking is a whole lot different than falling. It's shrinking. So the rate of growth in the economy is not there. It's starting to shrink. All right. So now let's talk a little bit more about what causes um, stagflation. The three major economic components necessary for stagflation to occur. The three things are inflation. Boom. We got that. High unemployment, which again, I'm on the fence on. We have a lot of people looking for jobs. There's a lot of jobs out there. And I think I saw an article that said there's more jobs out there than people looking for jobs. I don't quite understand or believe that, but high unemployment is not part of the equation right now because people are looking for people and a recession. We're not there yet, but we're partly there knowing that GDP has shrunk for one quarter. If GDP then sinks for a second quarter, we will start to enter the phase of being in a recession. Now, the thing is, is not if a recession is going to happen, but 
when. I'm not going to predict. There's a lot of people out there predicting when the recession is going to happen. I've already predicted. I can't lie. I predicted. I think it's going to go into the latter part of this year going into next year. We'll see. We'll see. But again, I'm just a guy. I'm not an economist. I'm just looking at what I see in front of me. And we know that the interest rates are going to go up tomorrow with the Fed. Patrick and I will be online live as well for that. Make sure you're there for that. So I wanted to look a little bit more into the whole uh, the unemployment thing. I wanted to see the current unemployment rate, and this is as of February of this year, sitting at 3.8%. So we're not at high unemployment. So a couple of things are not sitting right for me for stagflation, but we could be on the cusp of that. Maybe that news article has some credence, but I'm not 100% sure yet. Now, let's talk about deflation and disinflation. And there is a difference between the two. Although they may sound the same, deflation should not be confused with disinflation. Deflation is a decrease in general price levels throughout an economy. We are not getting that. Prices are still rising, not falling or decreasing, while disinflation is what happens when price inflation slows down temporarily. Hmm. I don't think inflation is getting better. We're still at over 8%. Now, when the next number comes out, if it's lower than where it was the prior month, could we say that inflation is getting better? I guess in a sense, inflation will still be high. But if it starts to pull back, then you know something? Disinflation might be taking place as well. Let's talk about the key takeaways. Deflation is the drop in general price levels in an economy, while disinflation occurs when price inflation slows down temporarily. Disinflation can be caused by, can be caused by a recession or when the central bank tightens its monetary policy. Ta-da! They are tightening monetary policy and it can be caused by a recession of which we're not in just quite yet. So I said to myself, is inflation getting better? I googled it. How about I googled and I got 5,800 responses just like that. So I'm going to go down here. It says, now, if you're wondering what 2022 has in store for in regard to inflation, the answer is we just don't know. It's reasonable to expect that the cost of consumer goods will remain high early on in the year, especially as supply chains, which is an issue, persist or even worsen thanks to the presence of the newly identified Omicron variant. All right, that's a little story a little a little later in time, but uh, a little earlier in time, but just a, a, a tidbit or a snippet of what we look at as far as is inflation getting better? It's still high. Even if the uh, inflation number pulls back a little bit, it's still high. That means prices of goods are still up there. Now, let's talk about the third one. Recession. What is a recession? It's a macroeconomic term. Keyword there, macroeconomic, not micro, but the big view, the 30,000 foot view in term that refers to a significant decline in general economic activity in a designated region, blah, 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 blah. We need to see GDP come down for two quarters. A recession is a period of declining economic performance across uh, an entire economy. Businesses, investors, and government officials track various blah, 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 blah. A variety of economic theories have been developed to explain how and why recessions occur. The biggest thing is the fall of GDP for two consecutive quarters. So now I wanted to take a deeper look. 
with the rising interest rates, normally after we start raising interest rates, we do come upon a recession. Why? Because we're taking all of that money back out of the economy, making it harder for people to borrow money so that we can start to control the rising prices. So I did historically, um, what did I get here? In many cases, or what is the most important factor that causes recessions? This is a telling sign. In many cases, the most important single factor is a period of expansionary money policy. Hmm, Does that sound familiar? Absolutely. That most likely will bring upon a recession. Now, a lot of people keep saying a recession is not coming. It's going to be a light recession. Who the flying flip cares? This is is normally the precursor to a recession. So when is it going to happen? Again, I've given my opinion, but we won't know anything until either GDP falls for two consecutive quarters in a row. Now, what happens if in the next quarter, GDP doesn't fall? Hmm. Then we've got to start all the way back from zero, and then we've got to wait for two consecutive quarters again. All right, now let me take all of this all of the information, and I'm going to put it into the VectorVest software. And in the VectorVest software, talking about the macro or the 30,000-foot view, the macroeconomic view of the market, we have something called an earnings trend indicator. What we do is we take the S&P 500 Earn, uh, earnings per share, right? The uh, 50-day moving average of the earnings per share on the uh, S&P 500, which is pretty much the bar that we set to see what's going on in the market, right? It's a very diverse uh, amount of stocks to look at. Notice that the price of the 50-day moving average of earnings per share is still growing. Companies are still meeting or exceeding earnings. What's the downside, though? forward guidance. Why? Because we are raising interest rates. It's going to affect a company's earnings perspective because it's going to make it harder for those companies to borrow money. And when they do, they're going to have to pay it back at a higher interest rate. So still, people are still making or meeting their earnings. It won't be probably into quarter three or quarter four when the raising of the interest rates will affect these companies' bottom line. But it's already affected them adversely because the forward guidance is not in line with what more people want to see. Normally, a company beats earnings, beats revenues, has good forward guidance, boom, company is still rising. That's slowing down. How do I know that? Well, here's our earnings trend indicator, which puts all of this information on a scale between zero and and two, and it's still above one, so we're still in a bull market. Now, many of you are going to say, oh, hell no, we're in a bear market. We are in a bear run, but in a bull market, because what makes bull markets is earnings per share. It is the engine that drives a market and or drives an individual stock. What's happening with that earnings trend indicator? It's slowing down. The rate of move of the earnings per share on the the, uh, S&P 500 is slowing down. So how do I know that as well? GDP. GDP is contracting. So is our indicator letting us know, wait a minute, uh, something's going on. It's still above the value of one right now, though at 1.36, we're still in a bull market, but we're experiencing a bear run. So folks, 
I've talked about a lot of things in a short amount of time. I want you to make your own calls. I've defined what stagflation was, what deflation is, what disinflation is, and what a recession is. And looking at all of this information still, I think that the market's in a, in a matter of a quagmire of trying to figure out what's going on because they still don't know how hawkish the Fed's going to be in regards to trying to stave, uh, stave off uh, inflation. At the point that they're going, uh, I don't know if they've got the chops right now to really effectively go after inflation. I still think that they got to get a little bit more hawkish. And if they do, a recession will happen. I don't think we get a soft landing anymore. And I don't know if the Fed is still in tune with trying to get a soft landing. We'll see. So, folks, I want to hear your comments. Where do you think we sit? Where do you think we sit? And how are you managing your portfolios? Right now, personally, I'm just managing the trades that I have. On the days that I have an up day, I'm going to take some trades. And on the days that I have a down day, I'm not going to panic sell. I'm just going to sit still and manage the trades and wait for another buying opportunity. So there we go. I've laid it all out for you. It's up to you to let me know what you think. If you like the content, by all means, please hit the like button. Number two, this is such an important video. I invite you to share this link. Let other people know what's going on as well. Folks, keep your head off the off the. Um, off the swivel, stay focused. And these terms and understanding what they are and where we fit in these terms puts you more focused in what's really going on and how to manage your trades. Folks, it's been my pleasure to bring this video to you. And until the next time, see ya. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.